0: welcome to navigating the modern world i am your host kimberly johnson i am a life coach and a sex coach this podcast was made for you for you to get the most out of your life we as human beings are made to win this podcast offers a perspective in life that has you win no matter what the challenge or outer circumstances you find yourself in if you want to learn more about my work, you can go to KimberlyCoaching.com. Hello and welcome to episode 116 of Navigating the Modern World. Today, we are going to be discussing what is the point? Um, It's really interesting. It seems that the pandemic has kind of produced this larger question of what is the point. I've heard it from multiple of my clients. I've heard it from my friendships. And I've even, in my own way, have been exploring the same question. And it could start with what's the point of the pandemic. It could start what's the point of all of the things kind of going on. And then it kind of can lead into what is the point of this life? And I actually think that this question is vital. It's an important question to ask yourself. It's an important question to ponder, to think about. And I wanted to share kind of my experience with the ponderings of it and also What kind of came out of my ponderings? So um, to give some maybe comical relief, whenever this question arises in my mind, I usually allow myself to what I call go there, which is I usually take out a journal and I start literally trying to map out the point. I'll take one specific thing in my life, maybe my career or my relationships or whatever it is, my health, my well-being. And I will start literally like, like putting it all out. Like, what's the point in me not drinking alcohol? What's the point in me eating well? What's the point in me exploring love and relationship? What's the point in me doing this career where I feel like I might help someone? Like, what's the point? And I, I begin to kind of map it out and When I begin to kind of map it out, what happens is I usually go through what I call a spiritual crisis Um, because as I map it out, what I discover is that I can't figure out the point. No matter how hard I try, I can't figure out the point in a way that doesn't also have a contradiction, in a way that also doesn't have a dark side, in a way that... Um, makes me feel complete and whole and at peace. I just, I I can't find the point. And for a lot of people, that is terrifying. <laughs> um, me kind of included. That's why I call it a spiritual crisis. Um, is because then I can literally go through a few days of feeling like, oh my goodness, there is no point. And... I went through this, it's probably been maybe two weeks ago, where I literally did exactly what I'm saying, I sat down, I was like, okay, what's the point of me doing all this? And I just sat down, and I started mapping it out, and then I was like, I came, like after probably an hour and a half of mapping it out, which is quite normal for me, (laughs) um, I sit for a long time analyzing things, it's part of my job, but it's also part of um, what I think makes me a good coach, and it's what has my, honestly, my spiritual life be so rich for me. Um, <clears throat> but I got to the end of this analyzation of what is the point, And I came to the, the roadblock of, oh my gosh, there's not a point. And for some people, I know this for a fact, for some people that is super, that induces peace. For others like myself, who, Desire knowing that I make a difference and desire knowing that the things I'm doing matters, you know, all these things that a lot of people are walking around with, not just me. It can sometimes spin us into panic of like, oh my gosh, what is the point? Like, if there's no point, then why am I even here? And what, what, why does my life matter? Does it even matter? Maybe it doesn't freaking matter. So, why do I spend all my energy doing this? Why don't I just live and enjoy my life? And, you know, it begins to begin cycling and you can you can hear it Um, even in that last little dialogue that I just said, like it begins this whole questioning. Well, so I went through that process and I was questioning, spinning, questioning, spinning. And on probably day three of my spinning, I went on a walk in the woods, which is pretty common for me. I try to do that on the daily and I was just walking, enjoying my walk. And it was so beautiful. The sun was out and the colors in the Pacific Northwest are just, I mean, if you have not been to the Pacific Northwest to see the green here, it is absolutely mind blowing and so, you know, I'm walking through the woods and I'm seeing all these different shades of green and the, the sun is coming through the trees and it's, it's just literally amazing. And my body felt really strong and I felt really kind of alive in this moment. And it hit me. And what hit me is, is that our job through analyzing, right? So we analyze and in, and like I said, I think it's important. I think it's what brought me to this awareness. And what hit me is that our job is not to analyze that actually the mind, we can't, we can't figure it out because there's not an answer. There's not an answer. There's always going to be something to you know, contradict what I'm thinking. There's always going to be a darker side of what I'm, you know, like if I just think like life is just to enjoy life there, you know, there's kind of the darker side of that, which can lead into addiction or, um, or, you know, just like what we can see in society happening, which is people just chasing more and more and more pleasure, gluttony, greed, all of those things. And so as I'm walking, I'm seeing the trees, I'm feeling alive. And this kind of, I call it a message because sometimes things just arise in me and I don't know where they even come from. Like I don't, it's just like, poof, okay, here it is. And what came to me in that moment as I'm staring and I actually stopped on the trail, I just stopped, it like stopped me dead in my tracks. And what I saw was that our job isn't to analyze Like, we will never be able to analyze something enough to understand it. We will never be able to, um, like, maybe math, right? Math has, like, it's an A plus B equals C. Okay, I'm not talking about math. I'm talking about life. We will never be able to like analyze life enough or religion enough or spirituality enough or these huge life questions or that's like, what's the point or who am I? We'll never be able to analyze it enough to actually understand it. And in this moment, I really saw that if we are present, if we are truly present in our current moment experience, like all of the senses awakened, being in the body eyes open to whatever's in front of us so for me it was feeling really powerful in my body being out in nature seeing the sun coming through the trees seeing all the the beautiful shades of green and I really got in that point that in present moment if we are aware and awake that we can actually experience Experience what the point is, but we can't analyze something enough to understand the point. But if we're present and the glimpses that I get of the point is, you know, sometimes few and far between because To live presently is actually quite challenging. You know, I'm I I studied it. I'm still studying it. I practice it all the time. And for me to be fully present, fully awakened to what's here right now. Is challenging. There's always something pulling us away. It could be our thoughts. It could be, you know, something. Well, this is thoughts still. It could be your thoughts. (laughs) No, um, that's not the only thing. It could also be your emotions. It could be your body sensations, right? Those are the three main ones that I can find that pull us away. Um, But like literally where the mind takes you is to something in the future, right? You're like thinking about what you have to do later. You're thinking about what will be the, the end result of this pandemic. Or you're like rehashing the past. The mind pretty much lives in either rehashing the past or some future moment. And even the question, what's the point? It's kind of directed at this future that one day will find the point. That one day will like have the answer. And what I actually want to suggest that like in thinking about something of the future, you will never get the answer. But. If you begin practicing mindfulness, if you begin practicing being present, that in present moment, you can experience the point. It's like the difference between somebody thinking about yoga thinking about going to a yoga class, like researching it, looking at poses, watching a YouTube video. It's like the difference between that and then actually showing up to the class on your mat and taking a yoga class. They're very, very different. You know, it's the same thing with like, um, I sometimes go on and off of like, sugar stuff, like wanting to not eat sugar and then, you know, eating more sugar in my life. And it's one thing to like think about not eating sugar and thinking about what that would be like and thinking about who Kimberly would be without sugar. Right. And then it's a totally different thing to stop eating sugar and to navigate and experience what it's like to not eat sugar. It's the same thing. If you're wanting love, if you're wanting a relationship and you're just thinking about relationship, either fantasizing about having a relationship or dreading, um, you know, being in relationship, whatever it is, it's completely different just thinking about it than actually doing relationship, meeting people, going on dates, and then actually entering into relationship where you have to face the other person, you have to face yourself. It's a completely different experience. The mind, um, you know, it is a um, it is a prediction machine. It likes to try to predict what something would be like. So, <clears throat> when you begin asking, "What's the point?" your mind begins predicting, like, "What is the point?" well maybe the point of not eating sugar is to be healthier and live longer and maybe the point of not eating sugar is to like experience some suffering and know what that's like you know or maybe the point of life is to eat the sugar and enjoy life like and and then and then you begin thinking like. Well, shoot, if I just am eating sugar all the time, if that's what I'm craving and that's what I put into my body, well, then I might have di- I might get diabetes and then I might gain weight and then I might lose confidence, right? You can always find both sides because the brain is a prediction machine. It just tries to predict what might happen if you do this or that or this or that, if you have this career, or if you date this person or if you eat sugar or not eat sugar or if you lost weight or didn't lose weight or, you know, whatever it is, if you quit this career and started this other career like that is what the brain does and it is non-stop and it will contradict itself one moment you'll be like it'll feel great to not eat sugar and then the next moment you'll be like but i'll feel deprived and i won't be able to experience joy and then the next moment it'll be like yeah but your body will look amazing and then the next moment it'll be like but you won't be able to eat a cookie again right right It's like the brain is a prediction machine. It's it's always going to give you both sides. It's always going to feel confusing if you live in the mind. So when you ask these questions, like what's the point, you'll never find an answer in the mind, but you're going to have to do that for yourself. You're going to have to, what I would say, go through your own spiritual crisis of asking what's the point. And then you begin noticing that the brain, it's like all over the place. It's like there are some really great reasons why you could do it and there are some really great reasons why you shouldn't do it. And there's some like it's always that way. And so when people live from the neck up, I call it, when you're just living in the thinking mind and you're not doing anything, you're just sitting on the couch thinking about doing something, you're never going to figure it out. And if you start doing it, so if you start living, like actually living your life, you will discover and experience the point in present moment through living a life. You will, through living a life, you will experience the point of living a life. But if you just sit thinking about what's the point of living a life and you never live a life, you will never experience the point. And it's the same thing with everything in life. If you just sit around thinking about being in a relationship and thinking about being in love and you're not on any dating sites or you're not trying to meet anybody, guess what? You're never going to know what love is actually like because you can't think about love and experience love. Love. Is this thing when you're in relationship that through getting to know someone, through going through hardship and joy with them, that you begin experiencing in present moment? Or if you, you know, you keep thinking about taking a different career path and your brain is like, oh, it would be great for these reasons and it's scary for these reasons, then it would be great for these reasons and it would be scary for these reasons. You will never know until you do it and then experience what it's actually like to do that career. And it's important because right now, especially, um, I notice that people have like put their life on hold. They're kind of like waiting for things to go back to normal. And it's kind of like they've stopped necessarily like living and they're start, they're just kind of like waiting. And I want to suggest that like. You'll get the experience you're longing for. You'll get the experience of normality by living normally right now. So that might mean for some people getting up and putting on clothes and drinking coffee like you're going to head to work, like doing things, like actually living your life now, experiencing your life in this body. In this body right now. And for me, you know, in the realm of even sugar, there's a difference between me making, let's say, some cookies, eating the cookies, and then thinking about, oh, should I eat these? Should I not eat these? Why did you make them? Why didn't, you know, why are you beating yourself up about making them? Like my mind, I can live in the mind space versus if I actually take a cookie. Well, actually, let's start even before that. If I actually am present with the process of making a cookie, it's quite amazing adding these like wet and dry ingredients and then they make this they make this thing that is a texture inside of a bowl and and because I've done baking for a long time like I can tell the the texture I want to make the exact type of cookie I want it's quite amazing that to add a few things together you get this like in delicious product so you can enjoy if I'm present enjoying the process of making them and then after making them I bake them and I can you know it it wafts throughout the whole house and that's an enjoyable process and then once they're cooked you like take them out and they're hot and you see them and they're beautiful because the process of you being present with making the dough made the exact cookies that you know it would make and that's a beautiful thing to like have a product end up how you wanted and then they cool down enough and you put one on a plate and here's the truth if I take that cookie and I sit and I actually eat it I don't rush through it and judge myself while I'm doing it, which I have, that that is super true. My hand is raised. Like I I have eaten cookies like that where I'm like eating it, beating myself up at the same time. But if I actually take the cookie in my mouth and taste it in present moment, I get the experience of eating the cookie. And it tastes so sweet and the texture and the warmth and the gooiness, and the, the way the chocolate, the chocolate chip melts in the mouth. And then literally I can eat one and I'm fully satisfied. It doesn't mean I don't eat another, but I'm fully satisfied. I actually fully got to experience the thing I was wanting to experience. And people that are asking what the point is, they want to experience life. They want to know what the point is. They want to experience something. Maybe it's peace. Maybe it's joy. Maybe it's bliss. Maybe it's connection. Whatever it is, they want to experience something. But they're thinking about it so hard, thinking that if they think enough, they'll experience it or they'll figure out how life is supposed to go. And really, I want to redirect you into living. Stop thinking about it and move your energy from the neck down and start experiencing life in this miraculous body. Start experiencing life like in each moment, no matter what you're doing. Like what does it actually feel like to be doing the work that I'm doing? What does it actually feel like to be in my relationship in each moment like as we begin bringing presence back to what we're doing, we begin to experience the point instead of just trying to analyze it. And a really great way to do this. we So pretty much if you're living in the mind, I can guarantee which how you know you're living in the mind is if you're just lost in thought a lot or you're planning a lot or you're worrying a lot. Um, you can pretty much guarantee that you're living in the mind or if you're frustrated a lot or angry a lot or sad a lot, you can pretty much, um, you can pretty much know you're living in the mind. You're either rehashing something sad that happened or something that had happened in the past, or you're like fantasizing about the future and how it could be, or you're dreading how the future might be, whatever it is when in fact, so you can notice the first, the first thing you have to do is have awareness like, oh, I am not present I am somewhere else. And it's been described that when we're somewhere else, we're lost in the mind that a ghost is running our body. Nobody's here. Nobody is inhabiting the present moment. And so what you do, the second you recognize, oh, I'm not present, then there's like a bunch of techniques that can bring you back to the present moment. You can say, okay, where are my feet? And really like feel your feet on the earth in this moment. Feel. Okay, here they are. And then you can say, okay, what am I doing? Okay, I'm sitting in the kitchen and I'm cutting vegetables. Okay, I'm sitting with my children and I'm teaching them math. Okay, I'm talking to my partner. Okay, I'm washing my hands. Okay, I am driving. Right, whatever it is. And you bring yourself back to what you're doing and then you make the thing you're doing, your point of concentration. Like, what does it actually feel like to drive? Experience driving. What does it actually feel like to talk to your partner? Experience connection. Experience listening and then sharing. What does it actually feel like to be around my kids? What does it actually feel like? And you look in your child's eyes. You listen to their words. You listen to their screaming. You actually experience it instead of your mind being like, "This is bad, this is wrong," or "I don't want this," or, um, "You know, "I wish things were more peaceful," like wanting something to be different than it is is the definition of suffering. Let's remember that. And you know, thinking about how your life would be so much more peaceful if you didn't have kids. You know, like think is like that. You're not experiencing life. Even if your kids weren't there, your mind would be thinking about something else. How, how life would be better if you had more money. You know, it's not the kids. It's not the, it's not the career. It's not the partnership. It's actually where your mind is. But you got to experience it. So if your mind is wandering, you know, over the next day, see if you can keep bringing it back to experiencing life. Instead of thinking about life. So there isn't really an answer to what's the point. But in moments when you're present, you can experience the point. And I don't, you know, in my words, the point is just being really with whatever you're doing and inside of being present with you experience this deep joy and connection and awe and wonder like when I'm walking through the forest and the sun is coming through and I'm like literally stopped in my tracks and my body feels strong I just feel connected to everything I'm like wow this beauty wow this body like I have legs that allow me to walk and I have eyes that allow me to see the sun coming through and the colors of green like everything it's like in pausing in experiencing life instead of asking what's the point of life i actually get to experience this joy and connection and wonder that i've been seeking so give yourself permission to pause to ask okay am i present No, my mind is planning for something else. No, my mind is rehashing what I said yesterday. No, I'm, you know, I'm worried about what the outcome will be. Okay, where are my feet? What am I doing in this moment? What am I doing? And then practice doing that thing. What does it feel like to cut vegetables? What does it feel like to hug your child? What does it feel like to walk on the earth? What does it feel like? To look at a tree. And in doing so, something miraculous opens. And this is such a beautiful time. I was just talking to my boyfriend earlier and just said, you know, what a, an amazing time where we can pause And there's really nowhere to rush off to. We don't need to rush off to see our friends. We don't need to rush off to go to the store. We don't need to rush off. Like we were kind of in this way stuck at home. And inside of that, there is deep, deep opportunity to pause often. To check in often. And so maybe instead of checking in on Instagram, check in with self. Am I present? Instead of going to check in on what other people are doing in their life, how about you recheck in and do what you're doing in your life and see the difference. Feel the difference. Experience living versus thinking about living. Okay, you guys are amazing. If anything in this podcast spoke to you, you can go over to iTunes on your computer and rate and review the podcast. Also, if you have any questions or if anything comes up or if you want to learn even some deeper practices and being present, contact me. You can write me at KimberlyCoaching.com on my contact page and just know that I'm here and you're amazing. Until next time.